Welcome! This is Unfolding, the show where I talk to creative business minds. My name is Marco Pfann. And today I'm talking to Ryan Honey, the co-founder of Buck and Residence. So we are back and today we are talking to Ryan Honey from Buck, the co-founder of Buck. And we're actually not talking about Buck, we are talking about his new venture, which is Residence, where he's also the co-founder. And we want to dive a little deeper into what residence is, why we need residence. So I talked to Justin like it was almost a year ago in November last year when you when you started the whole journey, right? Yep. So for the part of the audience that still don't know what residence is, would you give a quick introduction? Sure. Uh, residence is really a you know sorry, a network of uh, creative companies. Um, that uh, spans the the globe, and currently it is uh, nine different entities, and we, the the companies in residence, they are, some of them are service based uh, companies that that service the creative industry, and some are uh, community based companies that uh, support the creative industry. I mean, Bach is pretty much at the top of the game at uh, the top of the industry. Why do we need residents? What's the difference to Buck and all the other companies out there? So, you know, uh, over the past kind of five years, um, we've really shifted to a direct to, to brand model. It's about 85 to 90% of the work that, that Buck was doing. And with those, uh, those relationships comes a lot of, a lot of trust. Um, working with the same people, it's it's very different than than you know, agency model, um, which is sort of what we used to. The on, that's the only way we worked with clients in in, in the past. Um, so with the trust, there becomes more asks. Can you can you take this off our plate? Can you take that off our plate? Can you add this to to the project? Um, and that just kept on happening and happening. And so we kept on building more sort of offerings within Buck. Um, and at a certain point we kind of looked around and said like, well, we're also partnering with, um, other companies and, you know, but, but it's not like we're there kind of top of mind for everything. And so it's like, oh, maybe what we'll, different teams would try out different companies if say like doing a website or, or, oh, we need some, some, some more strategy muscle or something. Um, but we really like, we thought, okay, you know, is there a way to, uh, to create more sort of synergy and trust by creating a network of companies. And so, um, you know, what we did was we went out and, and borrowed some money from a bank um, and for the, the, the purpose of, of buying companies. Um, and we started to, you know, talk to, to people that we knew and trusted uh, and in many cases had, had worked uh, together with on projects and see if they would be interested in joining forces and so you know for us what that what that has accomplished and and what we now can offer to our clients is um is more of a more of a broader offering uh to take on larger projects and so for me my hope with residence is it creates opportunity for every company and every uh person in those companies um, that that's part of it and so that's that's sort of the the, the promise for me is 
we're stronger together uh, and we can use our, our relationships and every, every different company has their own relationships, use all those relationships to create more opportunity uh, for the network. So basically all the companies that are within the network now, um, you can cross sell, right? If someone like what this, I, I'm not, I'm not sure who, who else is in the company in, in the, in, uh, in the rest. Yeah. So we're announcing the last company in like six days or something. <laughs> Damn. I can't, yeah. I can't, uh, I can't tell you who they are, but they're, they're a web design, uh, an app development company okay. um, out of Europe. And so the other companies that we have, uh, so obviously there's Buck and then there's VT Pro, which is a experience design, um, company. And then there's part and sum, which is a, a strategy, uh, data, uh, analytics and media company. And then, um, we've got the, we've got anyways, which is, um, really more of a creative, uh, network of, of, um, digital, digital creators that we, we, uh, utilize to, to, um, work on social campaigns for our clients. Um, and then there's, uh, um, there's creative lives in progress, which is our, um, sort of DEIB focused nonprofit that, uh, is about creating diversity in, in the, um, in the industry. And they are currently only in the UK, but we're, we're, we're working on getting, um, them to have a U S presence, uh, North American presence, um, end of this year, next year. And then, uh, who am I missing? I'm missing, uh, it's nice that of course, which is a, a media company. Um, and then we have a, jo a jobs board that's tied to its dice that uh, called if you could. Um, so I believe that's all. Oh, and then there's of course giant ant, uh, which is an animation company out of, uh, Vancouver. So all like top studios, right? Right off the gate, out of the gate. It's, it's not like you, you bought any youngsters in all top no. studios, all season studios. Yeah. Yeah. The idea being that, that, you know, we don't want companies that we have to, you know, try to fix or try to get work for they, they can survive on their own and they've proven that they are, you know, successful companies. Uh, and in coming in, they're bringing their own relationships and they're bringing a lot of talents and, and that, you know, creates more opportunity. So, I mean, those are a lot of new, um, different fields you're playing in right now, right? So how did the, the, the jobs change compared to what you've done with animation in the past? Like, it seems to be like you have such a broader scope of deliverables you can actually, or services, um, that you can offer now. How did it change the kind of chops and the budgets and stuff like that? I mean, it changes the the conversation around like what it is that, that we can offer our clients. I think, you know, in the past, there has been some opportunities that required certain things, like say if it's a, a branding opportunity, but they, they uh, required or were looking for someone to be able to prototype for them. Um, and as a part of the process and then they would look at buck and be like well you guys don't really do that you don't have that or and now we can point to and say actually we do uh we do have a, tr a trusted partner that's part of our networks that we, we work with on these types of things so that creates you know more opportunity there i don't think that like necessarily um yeah i mean scope and budget does increase with with obviously uh more asks on, on a project 
Um, but you know, we were doing some of this stuff already, uh, but we just weren't officially attached to uh, our partners. Okay, gotcha. So it's it's like you're building a better communication system. Also, like you get trusted, you know each other, you know how to communicate, you know how to play together. Uh, and by that, you also mitigate friction and then to minimize the risk for a client, obviously. And we also have a, a certain level of integration too. And, and that's something I didn't mention before, but you know, we, we have sort of a global team that is across HR and finance and obviously uh, IT and, and technology. And so the idea there is that we also, depending on the company and their, their need to be, we're able to bring them into our systems um, and take some of that, you know, difficulty for founders uh, off their plate. And so they can really focus on, on the work and their clients. So what, what I, what's interesting to me from my perspective as a, as a consultant or coach, um, a lot of people, gurus out there tell you to niche down, right? To, to focus on one specific thing, uh, one specific thing that you actually offer, like animation. And you're actually going the opposite way. How did that happen? Well, it was already happening before because, you know, our clients would ask us to do more. Um, you know, if that's like, you know, we started in animation, but when, when a client comes to you and says like, we love this thing you did over here, but hey, can you do live action? Or hey, can you uh, vision this product for the future? Or can you develop this interactive uh, experience or prototype a, an app for my product? Um, mm -hmm. All of those things you know, were already happening and we were, you know, kind of hiring in as we needed using freelancers. We were, um, you know, sort of also improving our own skills and, and, and learning. But, um, you know, at a certain point we figured like in order to do, do this all properly, we need real experts in each of these fields and why, you know, go about trying to hire them in when we can bring in, you know, people who are not only great, you know, thinkers, but also are entrepreneurs that, that create opportunity. So true, true. And what about uh, the synergies that this creates, right? Like you have like top expertise, uh, experts from all fields now. Do you, have, do you run something like a lab or you, you, I assume that clients want you to innovate stuff too. Is that correct? They want us to, what, sorry? Like create innovative ways of uh, attracting maybe cl uh, clients or audiences or yeah, so maybe a great example of that would be um, TV came to us recently and and asked uh, you know they were, I think they they approached Bucked um, about how their product could uh, you know what what's visioning for their product using artificial intelligence um, and so like. How could AI affect their product and what would it look like down, uh, you know, in, in two to five years? Um, and so we put together a team of experts from all the different companies. And we and we also brought some people from the outside as well uh, who are, were, were experts and went and did a workshop with them. So consulting around uh, around their product. So that's like a good example of, of how that stuff can work. Um, you know, currently we don't really like advertise as as residents. It's a it's a network of companies that have their own brands, and so you know. But we when we come together to to solve problems, um, you know, we still call ourselves the separate entities. But okay. residents is 
or umbrella. It's like the family, is it? Yeah. So what's the what's the future of that family? Like, do you have plans? Do you have ideas, a vision? I'm sure you have. You know, <laughs> I mean, we're working on it. It's it's a it's a it's a work in progress. I think part of it is, you know, the there's there's constant change in our industry, in marketing in general, um, in entertainment, in content. And we want to be flexible to, to be successful, um, for everybody. And we want this, this idea of like creative excellence and culture of creativity to live, um, you know, beyond us as founders. Uh, and so we, I mean, in the end, it's going to, it's going to have a, a few iterations, I think, is, is what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to. Depending on, you know, how successful we are with, uh, you know, with creating this opportunity across the network. Um, we've been doing this now for almost, well, just over a year. Um, so VT Pro joined in June of last year. And then everyone, everyone else uh, came in, in like December. And then we're adding partners. We added partners on this year. And then the, the, the new one that's coming in uh, very soon. Um, and so, you know, the idea was let's prove out the model first. Let's integrate to the levels that we want to get our systems down. And then also, you know, everyone is very smart and, and very capable. So we're working it out together. It's not like I'm going to tell you how to yeah. run your business. I'm not going to tell you what you're going to become. Um, we are working on collaborating on what the future of our companies are and, and what um, the future of residence is. Sounds like fun. Like as, as a creative, it sounds like, like being in, in, in one of those companies is like, it's quite empowering, right? It feels like, as you said, the, the, the talked about the culture before. Um, now you have a way bigger network. You have different companies. You have, access to different people, uh, pretty much on speed dial. How does that affect the culture? You have been running this more or less for a year now. So did you see any changes in the culture and the way people work and what happened there? Yeah, I mean, I mean, as far as how we work, it's like we have some, um, we just opened a new office in, in downtown uh, Los Angeles um, that's quite large. And, and there are some remote employees from other companies that live in Los Angeles, but they don't have an office here. So now they can come use our office. Uh, and it's, you know, we have residents on the door and if people come to town, it's, you know, the resident's office is their office and we've set it up. So it's all hot desks and you can just reserve a desk and come in and, and, and get down. And so, you know, as far as like, that's, you know, the, how we work, I guess, but then there's also the, uh, inspiration. Um, and seeing what other people are doing from an innovation standpoint, see how other people are, are, are thinking about things. Um, and we hope we hold quarterly residence meetings. Everybody who works in the companies joins and we, we talk about the work that we're doing and the collaborations and, and we have, uh, you know, AI workshops where we all come together and, and, and show the, the various like projects we've been doing. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, I think the. The inspiration is a big part of it. I think the community side is also 
very interesting. Um, you know, we just brought uh, Nicer Tuesdays to New York for the first time. That's a, you know, creative speaking series that they've been doing for a long time in London. Um, and we're doing it again, I think, in November at a different venue. Um, but we're, you know, that stuff, is, that's all about inspiring people. That's all about giving back to and supporting the creative community. Um, and I think that's sort of where what's most exciting to me is, you know, as a creative, um, really doubling down on, on the people. And like, how do we make something that is, has enough like gravitas where we can support, uh, creatives in their endeavors and, and, and their you know, aspirations, um, not only, you know, because they're our, our community, um, but because it creates better work when people are inspired when people are always learning, um, and that gets, I think that gives more value not only to our clients, but I think back to uh, to the world at large. It's true. Like, like we, as creatives, it's just like usually you stick to what you know, right? You, you stick to the emotional animation industry. You usually don't really look into UI, UX stuff. Uh, I can, like, in, especially these days where everything comes together more. I can I can really see the synergies with that, and especially if you have like a big companies like yours, where where all the experts actually want to work at. Right? It's not you 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 actually have access to the best people in the world. Uh, I really think that could be. Uh, I'm really looking forward to what's what's going to happen, how this all develops, what what's going to come out in like two, three, four, five years. Um. So, a question that that just comes up in my mind again is what else like what what kind of companies would you still like to integrate what's missing yeah so this is a, a lot of the work that, that that i do is you know market research and then talking to the founders and to know people i mean for us the the big thing is we have to lead with values right like we don't want anyone coming in that doesn't see eye to eye with, to, with us uh, around values, and the values are about the people and the quality of the output. Right? Um, and so that's sort of the first step. Uh, thankfully, we're we're in an industry where where most companies support that. <laughs> um, but uh, so start there. Um, but you know, digital innovation, I think, is super interesting for us. Mm -hmm. Um, talking to a lot of innovation companies, uh, not only because, you know, it, it, um, you sort of start up the chain and you can be involved in developing the products as well as, you know, potentially the marketing of the products. And, and, um, and we have done a bit of that work, uh, but we want to expand on that. Um, as I mentioned before, you know, sort of the, the website app and development, um, work that sort of. Um, but there's the, that piece of it we've just added and, and we're excited about expanding upon that. So we may, we may be looking at companies too, that are, are more footprint based or, or talent based, right? So it's like, we already have a company that does this one thing, but you know, they do it in this market or they do it or they want, mm -hmm. they want to expand over here. And so instead of, you know, in, in, instead of like trying to just grow them organically, maybe there's another play to, to bring somebody else in that either could have complementary skills. Uh, or or have like access to a bigger talent pool and/or clients. Um, so 
So there's a bit of, of that thing going on as well. Music and sound design, I think, is uh, is one that that um, you know we're very excited about. It it plays a lot into uh, sort of all of the different areas. You know, um, if it's experiential or 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 branding or motion branding, um, obviously storytelling as well. Uh, that really factors in. So that's a that's an area that we're excited about. Um, what else are we thinking about these days? I mean, you know. There's like social uh, content creation, creation, and we we have anyways that does that in in a certain way, um, but they are a little more uh, like on the RD design side um, versus you know like the 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 um, more more like creator side, uh, live action I suppose. Um, so there's that area that we're looking into as well. What else are we looking into? <laughs> Um, I think those are the big ones that, that, that are, are, are very interesting, interesting to us right now. Um, and we're having yeah lots of conversations. I mean, this year, as you probably know, not the best year for, for growth, uh, in companies. So <laughs> not, not really, <laughs> not really worst, no. worst time in the history of, of, of the creative industry, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of waiting for this year to to uh stabilize and and seems like 2024 is going to be where we where we get to you know experience go back and growing um our businesses so okay. oh and, and, and that's going to be that's uh, a good news that's good uh, uh, that's a, an amazing how do you call this like outlook in the future i think people will love that everyone's waiting <laughs> for for the bull market so um yeah. When you talk about digital innovation, are you actually talking about strategy? I assume, right? Is that like digital? Like, no, it's uh, digital innovation. When we have the strategy piece, right? Digital innovation is more about um, working with uh, clients to figure out what their products are going to be in the future, like what mm -hmm. product they should be making, how they're going to work. Um, it also is about um, solving like certain problems. I mean, we. You know, in in many there's there's many different areas of innovation, and and there's tons of companies that uh, that that do it. Um, we're really looking for someone who focuses on design thinking and and using uh, very creative and interesting ways to solve these problems. Um, and are you know are thinking about all of those pieces similarly. Um, for us, it's it's a it's kind of a way to um, protect yourself from, or let's say future-proof yourself, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. if you're bringing in all of these people who all they do every day is is be innovative, innovative and uh, and are thinking about, you know, about technology and, and how to use it to uh, to make cool things, that's a that's a huge value add for, for a network that, uh, you know, and for a, well, a, a network that is in a in a society that um, is adopting technology quicker and quicker every year. So. Let's quickly talk about this uh, the speed of innovation here. I mean, you you have been in 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 the game for quite some time now. What did you like? Wh where do you see the whole trend, the whole future, in, especially with AI? Where do you see yeah. this going? Like, what's do you have any? Big hypothesis. 
you know, I mean, I think Andy. I, I'm going to take the uh, positive angle on this because <laughs> okay. well, I don't want to take the negative, but I think for us, there is going to be a, um, we're going to come back to the human aspect of being creative. We're going to explore the digital aspect of it, but I think, you know, when it comes down to it, uh, everything will just start looking the same. And, and it's, it, even if it is like generative and, you know, people are wearing things on their heads or got things in their eyes and, you know, uh, everything is generated for them specifically, I think there's still going to be a need for creativity and for the human side of creativity. If, you know, I think it would be a, a really sad world if we took away, um, you know, the ability for, uh, for, for people to be creative. Um, I think that would be, that would be the end. <laughs> it might. Yeah. It would be a sad world at least. So I, I've been like, I've been long enough in the industry to, to been through the change from analog to digital. And back in the days, people also said, and I kind of see it in a slightly similar way. People said like all the jobs will be gone. No one will need film anymore. And, and in reality, as we all know, like the, the jobs exploded, like there's so many more jobs, so many more new services needs out there. Uh, could you imagine that something like that? Also, we can't really imagine that now, but something like that could happen. Um, something like, oh, wait. Like, actually, like, could you imagine that the whole AI stuff and the whole like innovation like actually is creating more opportunities for more jobs for more people? Than the opposite, um, what everything is fearing. Yeah, I mean, what we do, and um, the output we make. You know, there's always going to be a demand for that, and and it's and it's, you know, my partner always says there's always going to be screens, right? And there's just going to be more and more screens. <laughs> true. That's uh, true. I think we'll we'll find ways to use it to increase productivity. Um, but we just got to be careful to not lose, um, you know, the, the spark, I guess, that makes it, makes it interesting, you know? Um, so yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll use it, but, uh, and it will make things go faster. We're already doing it. You know, it's like, getting on the same page with clients about about like what it is that they're looking for like if you can if they can do a prompt or you can do a prompt and and just like huck images at each other be like something like this yeah. like that uh, and and they're i think that that you know can and 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 already is uh creating better work because you get better uh communication better yeah faster communication right it's like not that much guesswork and people can actually I mean, if clients are involved and doing some prompts and they can send you some pictures, they're already happy. Um, yeah. Challenging question. What would be the perfect uh, RFP for residents? I mean, I think we have like a dream scenario uh, thing that we, that we, you know, we sort of point to like, if everything were to work out, this is the kind of, uh, you know, projects that we would like to see from beginning to end and and that's 
sort of like, let's just say, I'm not going to name a brand, but let's say someone wants to create a shoe um, that uses a new type of technology, let's just say. And they come to, uh, to residents and we work with them on strategy. We work with them on uh, innovative design. We work with them even potentially on innovative uh, production methods. And then from there, um, we are you know, taking every step of the process from the research and the analytics for the cu customers, uh, the we're doing, you know, in-store displays and uh, experience experiences around the product, um, and then we're you know creating the website and or contributing to it or or whatever it may be, um, and then launching the product, uh, yeah, and being like sort of end to end in that that way. So like everything from helping develop it to bringing. It that's an amazing promise for any client out there, for any big brand, right? It's like they don't have to manage, they don't have to translate from vendor to vendor. They just have you, you do all the thing, you actually work together. They just let, sit back, lay back, relax. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say that, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, all clients are different and, and they have different needs for different different projects, I think. You know, that example is just to show like all of the different things that we could touch um, and, you know, how we could, if we want to go out into the marketplace and like educate brands that we can be the makers and we, it's, we're, we're a great option. We're not going to be a cheap option, but we're, we're a great option because we foster creativity and, you know, a lot of brands if you make shoes or, or you uh, are a technology company, they're not necessarily about fostering creativity, right? It's, it's, uh, it's not their main focus. Um, their main focus is either creating and selling this, this uh, object that they make in, in a different country or they're, you know, they're looking for, um, you know, what's that next product that's going to make our stock price bounce back. <laughs> And so tapping into purely creative minds and more doers and thinkers that are supported both culturally and, and from a, you know, I guess, creative stimulation side um, will, I think, add value uh, tremendously. Yeah, I think so too. It's, it's kind of like... If you if you think about like all like the, all the intersections you create now, which are which which literally don't exist until now, like no animation studio knows how to do web design and vice versa. Um, I mean, there are a lot of blind spots between those those areas, right? And you pretty much you fill them in now. That could create some really interesting opportunities for the future, like how you how you actually how we interact with websites even, right? Or this like more yeah. animation uh or even how we interact with videos is there interactive videos like we where there used to be interactive books now we have interactive videos things like well, that example yeah of that is is on the branding side because brands uh i mean their brands have to move right i mean it's like that is the you know these, these days 
brands don't go to like a shop and say, oh, I just want my static logo and, and uh, you know, financial perspectives or something. Um, <laughs> they need it to move. And so that's where we've been able to grow branding for ourselves is because we look at everything as, as animators, right? And how is this going to move? How is it going to, like, how is it going to be applied to this and to that and to this? And it seems like when you're designing with that in mind, it's more successful than say, you know, we've had this happen where they will design it somewhere else and come to us and be like, okay, make it move. And they're like, well, that's not really made to move. <laughs> in it. You know, so, I yeah. think coming from the same space, I think so too, like the brand needs to be created by an animator, especially if you want to have a lively brand, if you want to have pun brands and things like that. Um, yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Yes. So are you traveling a lot now? You have to go to all those companies? Um, not, I mean, I was at the beginning of, or the end of last year and then, and you know, sort of when things cooled off a little bit, uh, I've been holding down the fort here in Los Angeles, but I am going to Mexico city tomorrow, uh, to go to the, the soda conference. Uh, oh, nice. Which is, yeah, to go meet uh, all of the founders and, and sort of um, the leaders of those companies. Um, yeah, sure. Will you have a talk? Yeah, I am not. I'm, I'm participating in some stuff that's more like uh, M&A focused, um, but I we just joined earlier this year. So yeah, maybe next year. Right. So um, I, actually, I have one more fun question for you or actually for me I'm not sure if it's fun for you um, what would be a message that you could give to the creative community uh, <laughs> I mean I think I think it's and I don't even know if I need to to say this message but I think we need to uh, going forward think about how we can support each other um and how we can maintain uh, the how we can maintain creative culture, and what I mean by that is like, you know, people get into this industry because um, they love what they do, and then you know, no one's really turned sixty yet, but <laughs> you know, like, what's the options for retirement? What are the, <laughs> you know, what they are the yeah, I, I mean, you know, how do, how do we create, uh, together or come together as a community to support each other for being able to raise families and, and buy homes and, and, and do all that, what we call like sustainable creative culture. How can we, you know, continue to, um, educate our clients and educate brands about the value that, that we bring and, and how to, uh, and figure out how to, how to make it so we can all, um, you know, in, enjoy our lives and our work. So the message is enjoy life and work, not just the work, <laughs> which is, which is I mean, a great thing, right? I mean, the older you get, the, the more it's, it's, uh, the more you value the time outside the studio with the family. Right. And yeah. I, look, I, I see so many people, so many of my clients, I don't have that option. 
because they're still hustling every day and they never made that conscious decision to balance it out in some way. And I think, you know, it's part of this is about, about making sure we don't, uh, cheapen what we, what we make. We don't devalue it for our clients. And that's, I guess that's part of the message too, is like, we have to champion the, the value that, that, that it brings and the people that, that, that do the works so that, you know, clients aren't coming with expectations that it would be done in three days and, and, you know, they'll pay next to nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, know, yes. you, you see it from people like they get, they get desperate and they do things that they shouldn't do. Uh, and that, you know, doesn't help the community, doesn't help fellow artists or, you know, um, doesn't even help the people that take on those jobs no, because they're, but it, it's tempting. I, I get it. Like if your if your bag is against the wall and someone comes with a low price, what what do you want to do? Right? It's like, and I think it, it's right what you said. Like we need to create this awareness. We need to to we need to con communicate a lot. We need to talk to each other. We need to su support each other to actually. And actually, it's more a mental challenge than it's really a financial challenge. Um, support each other that we we actually trust in ourselves so we can make those difficult decisions and don't take on those jobs that's true yeah. great yeah amazing that the soda, the soda thing is interesting um you know since since i i joined uh they've done a lot of work they do a lot of work in that area of like helping each other with information um they do a lot of surveys and, and stuff so people can understand like where the economy is going and, and, you know, where the salary expectations are at today, um, et cetera. So I think more of that would be great. More of that. That's true. Like more transparency, right? It's like no one really knows what the other one's doing. And they always, when clients come to me, the first thing they ask is what are the numbers from the other people? How do they compare to yeah. us? Things like that. What's their profit? What's, what's things like that? Right. So we don't actually know anything about the industry. And, and I think what, what I have found in, in the past is when I became friends with other studio owners, it's like, we'll get people come in and say like, okay, we're, we're, uh, we want you to pitch on this job. And I say, who else is pitching? And they're like, well, we can only tell you, uh, there's two other companies. And then we'll go talk to another studio owner and be like, what's going on here? Are you working on this thing? <laughs> and it'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, but there's like six companies pitching. And, uh, you know, and then you're like, oh. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's that, I think that we could do more of that to, to help each other and, you know, keep people accountable, uh, in the industry as well. True. Keep people accountable. That's a big thing too, right? Like actually create some, some values within the industry, some standards, something like a code of honor. How do you call this? Something like that. Yeah. A code of conduct. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I mean, Thank you. And the other thing I think I would say too is like there's a there are inequalities across the world, you know, as far as like what people get paid and and what kind of benefits there are and and all of those things. Um, and if there is a way, we we talk about you know the goal here is to raise all ships, right? And so it's you know now that we're in a world where where um, you can work remotely. You can work on a different time zone, and you know 
some countries have small populations and they and they don't have a lot of money to spend on or brands don't have a lot of money to spend on marketing you know to a small population and so bringing in you know more more interesting work with bigger budgets uh and sharing it around the world potentially will will uh what we said raise raise the ships yeah yeah that's a that's a fantastic outlook that's a that's amazing Ryan, thanks for your time. I really appreciated this talk. And yeah, I wish you a good trip down to Mexico and hope to see you again soon. All right, Marco. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Marco Fun, and I hope to see you all again on our next show where we unfold creative business moments.